It's Wednesday, and this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Chris Hogan. Muhammad is in Los Angeles. Hey, Muhammad, how are you? Hey, Dave and Chris, how you guys doing? Great, man. What's up? Um, my basic question is, uh, how do I not spoil my kids? Um, I'm noticing now that uh, I've been out of debt for 10 years and I'm able to do some things that I wasn't able to do as a kid. Uh, my kids are now starting to expect some of those things, uh, like vacations and restaurants and those sorts of things. So I want to know, uh, you, when you were raising your kids, how did you not spoil them so that they expect all the things that you could afford to give them? Hmm. It'll be interesting to hear Chris's perspective. He watched me do it for 15 years. Yeah. I, I you know what? The, the, the whole issue of entitlement is not an option. Um, I can remember when I first started Daniel, when he was uh, small, uh, working and painting in our building, like painting and cleaning in, in the, the stairwell because he sucked at it. Yeah. And we figured in the stairwell, it wouldn't be too bad. Okay, Dave, you didn't have to throw him under the bus <laughs> like that. But but here's the thing, that work ethic, um, I think it was one of those things for, for Dave watching him, letting them understand that he and Sharon had worked hard and there were some things that the kids got to do because of that, but for them not to ever get confused. And I'm actually doing that same thing with my teenage boys and helping them not get confused. And when they do, I, we talk about it. And I think for you, it's a matter of there's some things that you want to make sure that you're talking about with your kids so they don't get it confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I remember Dave made the joke once of uh, Daniel said Dave, to his dad, he goes, Dad, we're doing pretty good. And Dave just laughed at him and said, we? He goes, no, no, your mother and I are doing well. You don't have anything. And so <laughs> yeah, keeping yeah. them rooted like that and calling it out, I think really will help those kids. Yeah. And so two things or three things like that. Number one is what Chris said. They need to work. Every one of the skills parents need to teach their children, you know, send them to the salt mines. It's not ridiculous, but they need to work. There's great dignity in accomplishing tasks. Uh, And uh, whether they were self-selected or selected by your dad or your mom, either one, there's great dignity in work. And um, it's one of the problems with the pandemic is people have had their their dignity stolen because they had their jobs stolen by economic shutdown. And they were told they were not essential. And that's all tied back into the psychology of this. And and so there's great dignity in work. The second thing we did was uh, we explained to our kids from the time they could begin to grasp it, even at a most rudimentary level, that we don't own anything from a spiritual perspective, we are managing it for God because we're Christians. And so uh, we are managing this for God. Now, God says we can enjoy some money, uh, but he also says we're supposed to be generous with it, and uh, we're also supposed to think long-term with it. In the house of the wise are stores of choice food and oil. Wise people save. Uh, why, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. His, inst- his instruction book uh, on how to live our lives tells us how to handle his money. And so we're outlandishly, outrageously generous, and they need to see that and be that. And it's not really optional. This is one of the skills I'm giving you uh, is you're going to learn to work, you're going to learn to save, you're going to learn to give, and you're going to learn to enjoy money. But you're not going to do any one of those. You're going to do all of them. And, uh, and because this is the instruction from our Father, our Heavenly Father, and this is the way we do it as for me and my house. And so this is how we explained it. The inmates at our house didn't run the asylum. We did. 
you don't get a vote until you leave, and then you get a vote over your house. Until then, you can have input, and we'd love to hear your feelings and all that sometimes. <laughs> but um, the rest of the time, you, we're just in charge, and we love you, and you're going to brush your teeth, and you're going to go to school, and you're going to comb your hair, and you're going to wear a belt. And, you know, these basic life skills that we do, right? I mean, this is... No, I agree. I completely agree. And, and this, is, this keeps them from being entitled because entitled yeah. means they think the axis of the world runs through the top of their head. And children are awesome. Grandchildren are even better. If I'd have been how, known how great grandchildren are going to be, I'd have been nicer to their parents. But um, <laughs> grandchildren are amazing. But even our grandchildren, Pop, they know Papa Dave does not think... While I love them, I would die for them, I would take a bullet for them, the axis of the world does not run through the top of their head. Mm. They're four years old, they're illogical, and they're chaotic, Mm -hmm. and they're nuts. (laughs) And so they don't get to make the rules, they don't get to decide. So when the child gets to make rules and they don't have the emotional ability to do that, that's when they start to feel entitled. Yes. Well, you also made the statement once that we all have a 16-year-old and a 40-year-old in us, right? And and it's in that moment of being mature enough to tell a want that it needs to wait. Yeah. We have to dial into that, and well, I think I, that I, that's real. We always talk to teenagers. They've got a 3-year-old inside of them and a 30-year-old Okay, when all they're right. teenagers. Yeah. And so, which one am I talking to? Because they got multiple personalities. Yes. And yes. so, it's Sybil, right? And so, it's <laughs> like, am I talking to the mature one, or am I talking to the little 4-year-old? If I'm talking to the little 3-year-old, I'm just going to tell you what to do. If I'm talking to the 30-year-old, I'll reason with yes. you and give you th- critical That's thinking good. skills to make a good decision next time. But if you're going to act like you're freaking three, I don't care the size of your body. I'm going to treat you like you're three. So, uh, and that, you know, it's just, again, it comes down to, I love you more than life itself, but you don't make the decisions. You're not entitled. And we remind you of that on a pretty regular basis. And then they don't become entitled. They don't look up on third base and think they hit a triple. That's right. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. Check out all of our podcasts. Just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.